you are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. Find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks, also at Locked On Brewers, the show handle there, and Facebook.com slash Locked On Brewers, where you can find us and uh, like us, follow us, have a good time with us. Unlike, you won't hit uh, or become a better hitter uh, by following Locked On Brewers. That's for sure. Because you aren't going to become a better hitter if you follow the Brewers these days. It's it's rough out there, kids. It's really rough. We'll talk about what can be done on this episode. Just throwing stuff at the wall here. What can be done, and maybe not so much, uh, to help the Brewers hitting. To, to get them to actually see the round ball with the round bat and put it into play with some velocity so that they can cross the plate to, you know, at home there, right? So they can run around in a circle and score. I don't know if they're familiar with the object of the game. <laughs> they're really having some problems these days as it relates to that. So we'll talk about that. I also want to get into why I'm a little confused about Craig Council's choices here as to who he's playing. So we'll get into that as well on today's episode and preview the weekend series, the remainder of the weekend series with the Brewers and the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Uh, But first, let's get into it with last night's game and three up, three down. Three up, three down. Yeah, it starts with the ups, I guess. We always start with the ups. Sometimes it's easier to have ups than not. Today, I came up with three, so here we go. Pitching is the first up. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Look, if the Brewers only give up four runs a game to these really good offensive teams, the lone exception, of course, in this stretch here being the Twins scoring 12 a couple of days ago. That was a lot. Uh, then, then you know, I'll take that. Uh, only problem is it's happened three times in these four games, and the Brewers have only won one of them. Uh, they fall last night 4-2 to two to the Cubs, but again, only give up four runs. Brett Anderson, a run in each of the first two innings, and then, you know, he's fairly solid. He exits. Corbin Burns comes in and, and has a hiccup in his uh, first full inning of work and allows two runs, but then again finishes the game without giving up anything else, giving your offense a chance to get some runs on the board and do something. And so, yeah, I'm not faulting the pitching here. They're under a lot of pressure. It's been the entire 17 games, really, this season that the offense has not gotten the job done. I know a few games that they have, but as a whole, during the whole first 17 games, we're approaching the third mark of the season in just a few days here. They, they haven't gotten it done. Uh, and so, you know, it, it's I, I don't fault pitching at all. They definitely get an up from last night. Uh, second up, they didn't get no hit. Okay. I was dreading that. I've lived through a couple of Brewer no-hitters where they're getting no hit. The, the worst one being, you know, again, growing up in northwestern Wisconsin when Scott Erickson, ugh, no-hit them in the Metrodome of all places. 
they can't get a hit on the on the you know Nerf football turf of the Metrodome back when it existed, and actually still had a roof you know that didn't collapse, uh, and they got no hit. That was awful. And then Justin Verlander, no shame in that when they got no hit by him a few years ago. Actually, several years ago now. Time flies. Still haven't seen one uh, of my memory. I didn't. I wasn't conscious of the Brewers in 1987 when Juan Nieves had his no hitter. You'd think they'd just run into a no-hitter at some point, but whatever. It's been more than 30 years now. Uh, So, anyway, long story short, uh, they didn't get no hit, and that's good. And then they get a shutout, which is good, too. So, that's good. Uh, Speaking of not getting no hit and the reason why, Justin Smoke. He got smoke last night. He he graduated from smolder status and became Justin Smoke again with a home run and a double. The lone offensive bright spot for the Brewers as Justin Smoke breaks up the no-hitter with a booming home run to right field and then also has an RBI double. So not bad night. Not a bad night at the office for Justin Smoke. Now, he's got to be in the lineup tonight. I'll get to that in a minute. I'll get to Craig Council and why his decision-making is puzzling me a little bit in a minute. So as far as the downs go, well, hitting, I mean, come on, four hits uh, total, not a hit, nary a hit until the seventh inning when the no-hitter was broken up. This this storyline just continues. Broken records. Let me explain to you if you're, I don't know, under 30, what a record is and why this sounds like a broken record. Back in the day, and I, I grew up knowing what records were, but they still weren't the main uh, way people listened to. Back in my parents' day, People put these vinyl things on a turntable, stuck a needle on it, and it played music through a speaker. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what records are. And they would break sometimes, and and maybe the needle would get stuck because it was scratched, and it would just repeat the same thing over and over and over again. So that's your daily explanation. That's what the Brewers' offense is right now in, in terms of they don't have an offense, and the second down, they keep getting down four to nothing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Four nothing, four nothing, four nothing, four nothing, four nothing. You get what a broken record is now? It seems to be happening all the time. Now they got down twelve nothing a couple games ago, but on their way to getting down twelve nothing, they were at one point, in fact, down four to nothing. Okay, and that's what just keeps happening with this team. Ugh. I mean, are they ever going to be up four nothing? That's a day I'll, I'll crack a spotted cow in my basement and celebrate. You know? Uh, come on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They can't hit. They keep getting down 4 nothing. The third down, uh, Council's choices here, okay? I, I, look, I'll get into this now. He, a couple of, a few games ago, the Brewers got down 4 to nothing, And they came back, in, or 4-1, to one, I think it was at the time, because uh, Evansville Garcia had hit a, a leadoff home run. But they got down, you know, 4. The other team had 4 in the Twins. This was in the second game of that series. And this was on Saturday. And the, the Twins, or I'm sorry, on uh, what would that have been? Uh, Wednesday, right? Tuesday. <laughs> Losing track of my days. This was on Tuesday. And the Twins get up 4-1. to But in that game, Garcia's leadoff, Evisel Garcia, has a good game. Hits a home run. Smokes the ball around a little bit. Uh, Jed Jerko has a big home run and is looking good because he's had some big hits. And Manny Pena has two home runs. And you're thinking, okay, great. Uh, let, let's you know, let's ride the hot hand here because Pena's been hot, and Jerko's been respectable. And at the time, Smoke was still Smolder. He was doing nothing. And what happens in the two games since both losses? Those guys don't play. Alvisel Garcia is back to the middle of the order, which again he projects to a middle of the order hitter 
But in a 60-game season, when you're up against it, you need some offense. It's not working. You put them up in the leadoff spot. It worked. It was a one game, small sample size. I get that. But one game, it worked. Why not do it again? Okay? Sometimes we can overthink this. I love Craig Council. You know that if you listen to this podcast, I love Craig Council. I think he should, I hope he's a manager here for years to come and that it's a long and legendary career. Yes. But at this point right now when you're struggling, you got to ride the hot hand. Why no Jed Jerko the last two games? Why no Manny Pena? Particularly when Omar Narvaez <laughs> you know, can't hit his way out of a paper bag, you know, the the old uh, cliche can't hit right now and Manny Pena is smoking the ball and I don't think that's going to last I think if you played out the course of not only 162 game season but even a 60 game season Omar Narvaez will hit but you are 7 and 10 now and you have to get back over 500 you've got to you've got to get back in the competition here Manny Pena's got to be in there and I, I know it was a platoon with with lefties and righties but in the game when Manny Pena hit his two home runs it was a right-handed starter so, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, again, I know smoke worked out last night, but why is Jed Jerko not seen the field since Wednesday and his good game? What is that? Uh, I don't understand. You, you, I understand, you know, the versatility and the way the team was constructed and the way that there's depth and you got to play everybody, but that was back when we had a normal season. This season's not normal now. You've got to win. This is like... It is. It's not even like. It is a pennant race. It's a different kind of pennant race because you all started tied for first on July 24th or whatever it was when the season started. But here we are now. We're approaching a month into the season, and you're down now. you got to fight to try and make this expanded playoff field because you're three games under 500, and you're playing really good teams right now, and you've got a lot of games left here in this stretch against good teams. You could get buried here and really have a hole to climb out of if you don't start scoring some runs. So put the guys in there that scored runs, even if it was only for one game. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Fine, but try it because nothing else is working right now. Okay. That's my council rant. I just don't know why Jed Jerko and Manny Pena aren't seeing more playing. I haven't even seen an at-bat. Not even one at-bat, not even a pinch hit performance since. It makes no sense to me. Also, Ryan Braun, who usually does well at Wrigley Field, wasn't in there. I hope he's in there the next three nights. I know he's 0-4 since he came back with whatever he did to his finger that caused an infection. Because fingers don't just get infected. So I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. What happened? I don't know. But he's got to get in there and, and take his cuts and, you know, find a way. Because you got to. Ha- he's, he's one of your guys, right? He just is. And he's got to be in there. And, and maybe Smoke and Jerko and Braun can't all play at the same time. Okay, but, you know, I hope he's in there the rest of the series at Wrigley Field and taking his cuts. All right, we'll preview the rest of the games here, including tonight with Brandon Woodruff in a classic stopper-type situation. Uh, he goes tonight. We'll talk about that pitching matchup and the weekend next. You're Locked on Brewers. Locked on Brewers brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. And Built Bar... Coming out with some new flavors. Uh, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barkia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Keep in mind, Bilt Bar, healthy. Great tasting and healthy. 
Loser maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Been hearing about that keto diet. <laughs> People are liking it. Built Bars great for the keto diet. And uh, it's it's good stuff. And listen, here's the deal. You get a free water cooler with a purchase while supplies last. So act now. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. CBDMD.com, the place to go for your CBD products. Doesn't matter if you're an athlete, stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs some support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. How about the CBD Freeze with Menthol? It's an award-winning product that offers instant cooling, relief for muscles and joints, and a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica, vitamin B6, and they give you the support you need where it matters the most. So, we're going to give you 25% off if you write the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at cbdmd.com. It's a dash between every letter. Except for the dot com, uh, cbdmd.com promo code locked on MLB for twenty five percent off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Okay, Brandon Woodruff going tonight. <laughs> Broken record time again. Uh, like I've been talking about this. Uh, look, the Brewers made some roster moves. They brought up the hot prospect in Rasmussen. We'll see if we see him over the weekend at all. Uh, they waited a long time, or long enough, to get him up without having to cost a year in service time. Brilliant. Brilliant move by the Brewers. Nobody else thinks of that. Uh, just kidding. Anyway, he's up. Uh, Eric Lauer uh, gave up 13 runs in a couple of starts and earned himself an all-expenses-paid trip to Appleton, which you may think is, is a demotion, but, you know, Appleton uh, has a nice mall. And in the mall area there, right up right up there, you know, on, on College Avenue, uh, you know, they got uh, they got uh, some good restaurants, you know. And so he's going to have a good time. Uh, you know, maybe not. You can't go out. But you can order takeout. I mean, you got you got all the classics up there. You got Olive Garden. You got Outback. Uh, you got Applebee's. I've been there. I went to school at Oshkosh. We drove up to College Avenue. You know, hang out at the mall. Go to the restaurants. There's even a hotter nightclub scene in Appleton, or at least there was. I don't know if there is anymore. But Whatever. Uh, you shouldn't be going out to the nightclubs, Eric Lauer. Work on not giving up six-run and seven-run innings, and we'll be square. Anyway, that's where he's at. Uh, so Rasmussen's with the Brewers, and I don't know if we'll see him this weekend or not, but Brandon Woodruff goes tonight against Chatwood. Tyler Chatwood shut the Brewers down in that opening weekend series at Wrigley. He's had a blow-up start since, so ZRA is up a little bit, but this is it, right, for Brandon Woodruff. Come out be Brandon Woodruff. He's not been quite Brandon Woodruff the last start or two. The Brewers need him to be. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, they need to give up less than four runs because they can't seem to win unless they give up uh, less than four runs. Or four or less. I, you know, when when the Corbin Burns came out last night and gave up two runs, I said right there in my kitchen as I was watching the game, the Brewers are going to lose this game 4-2. to two. Keep in mind, there was still being no hit at the time, so they got down 4 nothing. But I knew that those extra two runs would be the difference. And they were... They ended up being the difference. (sighs) Go figure. Anyway, uh, so that's the deal with Woodruff tonight. Got to be the stopper. Got to stop the slide. I mean, again, this is the pressure situation where the Brewers are at. You can't afford to fall anymore below 500. Not really. You can always have a run in you. I know that. With eight teams in the playoffs, they're always going to be in the playoff picture. I know that too. But you don't want to be working in the hole, right? And that's where the Brewers are at. So, 
key start for him, but moreover, the offense, right? He hasn't even been the problem his last couple starts, even though he hasn't been particularly sharp. you got to have some run support for crying out loud. The whole team does. Uh, so that's what's needed for sure tonight. And, and again, will they find it? I don't know. Let's see what Craig Council does with who he – not even so much the lineup per se, but who he chooses to play. I mean, I'd love to see Avi Garcia in the leadoff spot again just because it worked last time. But beyond that, let's see who he chooses to play tonight. It'll be interesting. And then over the weekend, Adrian Hauser followed by uh, Lynn Bloom. And Lynn Bloom is a little iffy. So these next two in particular are going to be key for the Brewers, I think. So we'll, we'll check it out. We'll talk about it all on Monday on the podcast. And hopefully we're talking about at least a Brewer team that was able to tread water and survive Chicago rather than getting you know knocked out in Chicago. So we'll talk about that. You can always find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks, at Cheesehead Talks, or at Lockdown Brewers, our show handle, plus Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. Like us, follow us, uh, give us a review on Apple, spread the word, tell a friend about Lockdown Brewers. Again, remember, Lockdown Brewers brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll save $10 off your next order. We will talk to you again on Monday when we get deliver your daily Brewers fix right here on Lockdown Brewers. Have a great weekend. Lockdown Brewers is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.